Welcome to another episode of Deep Space. Today, we are going to be talking cancel motherfucking culture. Uh, it's going to be a wild show. We've got a couple guests that are going to be tuning in with us later. But, you know, lately, this last week especially, uh, things have been in a little bit of a tizzy. Um, it seems like every day someone else is getting shut down, shut off, canceled. So I feel like we finally have to address this stuff. So... With that being, Marco's changing his post to public, so we do apologize. Yeah, uh, the comments will that. be live in a few yeah, seconds. Be Just later. go ahead and mute Marco for a few seconds while he does that. But with that being said, we wanted to start off the show. As always, we're joined with Marco and Alexa. We're going to have Rob Coleman, John Hensler, a few other guys in here. But Alexa, I wanted to give the floor to you right off the bat. So what could you define cancel culture for us? Like, what what is this movement? Give it, give it to a straight girl. Okay, so cancel culture originally started out as call-out culture. And like many of the terms we utilize on the internet today, it started on Black Twitter. From there, um, it kind of escalated with um, cancel R. Kelly. Cancellation, in essence, is supposed to give um, a voice to the voiceless. Um, it was supposed to be able to be used to take down powerful people that otherwise, you know, are able to act with pretty much impunity. As cancel culture got um, co-opted by different groups, it, it's become a phenomenon where it's almost like a Twitter mom. And we kind of have a situation like the reign of terror, wherever instead of everyone getting guillotined, everyone is getting canceled. And that's the problem with cancel culture these days. It's gone from like giving a legitimate voice to the voiceless to, oh, this person said something that I don't like. They have a difference of opinion. Let's cancel them. Mm. I, 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 that's kind of, yeah, I kind of feel, see, you made me feel like maybe I didn't have the right definition of cancel culture, so. They canceled Deep Space Nine, Joe? No, we're still here, Joe. They haven't got us yet. They're coming for us, man. No, Deep Space Nine was a great show. That was probably the best uh, Star Star Trek of all times. So let's let's not lie. That was that was that was awesome. I disagree but, with you, Ryan. I honestly think you should be canceled and deplatformed for just saying that. That Deep Space Nine was one of the best Star Treks of all time. What? You know I'm what? I'm posting a Twitter thread about you right this second, Ryan. Okay, okay. Listen, it was that and the next gen. Fight me, bro. Like, does anybody even watch the original? I've tried. It's god-awful, okay? Those effects did not last at all. Like, at some point, someone been like, yeah, no, I guess it's pretty cool that we're doing this with, like, shoestrings and, and you know, Christmas lights, but 
can we get a little bit of a budget? Could somebody like, I mean, like, can we just have the producer beg for change? Cause this is bad. This is, this is all bad. <laughs> I think um, I think this actually can be a good example of how cancel culture kind of um, essentializes everything. So it could start out on Twitter. Let's say, you know, Ryan was getting canceled for liking Deep Space Nine. It would be like, Ryan likes Deep Space Nine. And that would get translated in Twitter, almost like playing telephone to Ryan has bad taste in TV. And then Ooh. it would finally get essentialized into Ryan as a human being is garbage and th that's what happens too much. i don't think that we're going to need to play telephone i feel like if you talk to enough people some of them already have that opinion of me i'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping it real with you you could probably find one or two people but yeah that is a it, it's kind of weird so i guess i want to talk about like the early days of cancer culture like the first few things that i remember and maybe our, our viewers remember of them trying to cancel. So they were coming at my boy, Chief Wahoo for a while. Like, like they've been coming at my boy, Chief Wahoo for like 10 years and they finally got him. So moment of silence for Chief Wahoo, Wahoo I guess, Jesus, I can't even say it today, but I think the first two cases I remember were him and maybe Louis CK. Now, I don't know which of these we want to touch on here. Uh, we were kind of talking about both before the show started. Well, even even before them, um, there was Gone with the Wind they took out. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, that that was a big. Well, they put Gone with the Wind back on a lot of streaming platforms, but they have to have a warning now for it. I heard about that. Yeah. Um, not only that, but I mean, to me, honestly, this started way back when they started having a fit about. Uh, this prayers in school and uh, saying the Pledge of Allegiance. You know, that's that's where I think it started, where the, the butthurt just originated and it just got worse from there. Because I feel like the, those people who started that when I was little are the same people who reared these fucking butthurt snowflakes that are canceling everything now. I just mm. want to know when it became a cardinal sin to love this country. Yes. You know, when it, it's like, yes, this country, you know, has a past that's not prettiest, but so does every country in the world you go to. They have a past where, you know, they were burning women at the stake, you know, hanging people, you know, all this stuff. But no, they want to essentialize into America is inherently racist. America is inherently not the land of opportunity. It's a dreadful place where, you know, we're basically killing, you know, LGBT people, you know, everyone all the time. And it's horrible. And it's all give me a break. I think See, I mean, we talked about, about this before the show, and I really didn't want to dive into this, but I, I guess it is part of the cancel culture. For me, it's the nationalism. Like, I'm kind of okay with them canceling nationalism. Like, that caused World War II. Imperialism and nationalism. Like, we're better than you, and we should rule the world. That's that, human nature, dude. That's survival of the fittest. There's mm, nothing wrong with being proud of your country. That's like, uh, you're proud of being a Browns fan. Jesus, yeah, but they're, they're the suckiest team in the fucking league, and they always have been. But see, here's here's where I'm coming from. But then when someone goes, actually, it's not that great here, and we should try to fix it. The the well, Ryan has been canceled, I guess. <laughs> but no, there I is nothing wrong with nationalism. Now, I think um, 
like what he's referring to Italian fascism and um, German fascism, you know, that was expansionist and that was a different thing. Like being proud of being an American, want to work hard for America look out for Americans first, right. a country of good trade deals, as well as looking out for the American working class. There is nothing wrong with that, you know, and to say that there is, I mean, it just shows there are certain aspects of this country want that want to, teach they've taken over the schools they want to teach these kids in these liberal arts schools to hate this country you know and they want to fundamentally change it and and then you know what i don't understand it's selective you know we have such a selective culture these days you know we have selective cancel culture we have selective racism which goes into the cancel culture we have it's all you know we we got uh just recently we got all these cartoons banned but and a lot of them were from Disney. But if you do a little research, um, one of the biggest online companies that Disney owns is Pornhub. Okay, okay. What the fuck did I miss? We were, we were talking about uh, the cancel culture and the selectiveness is in uh, not only with the racism that goes into the cancel culture, but just the selective cancel culture. And it might be funny that a lot of it now is coming from Disney when Disney owns Pornhub. Okay. And I think an, another, you know, ridiculousness that I find in it, you know, it's like, because like I said at the beginning, cancel culture, it's supposed to give the voice to the voiceless. Nine times out of 10, it's the people who are getting butthurt about it. It's not the actual group that's depicted sometimes. You know, it's not actually disadvantaged people. No, nah, it's a bunch of kids from like these liberal arts schools, you know, that took a gender studies class or like a philosophy class and sociology. Now they're trying to like apply all these concepts. First of all, it doesn't work because it turns off mainstream America. Second of all, you know, like sometimes I will see people like I, I'm trans, I'm Hispanic, and I will see some people like getting offended for me at things that I'm not even offended about. And they're, and then they'll silence me if I say, you know, I'm not offended by that. And they'll just be like, oh, you're just a bootlicker. Oh, you're just, you don't want to be the one good trans. No, it, it's just not offensive. And people just need to get over themselves and grow a sense of humor. Well, that's, well, see, that's where I'm coming that. from. Uh, coming on to growing a sense of humor, like, I'm sorry, Marco. Um, I just, like, okay, it's offensive. Move on. Fuck. Yeah. Because, like, like, first like when you're a comedian, Marco, I'm going to let you go, I promise. When you're a comedian, one of the first things you do is you learn how to read a room, right? And if you get up on stage and tell a joke to 20 people and no one laughs, that's a bad joke. If you get up on stage and tell a joke to 20 people and 19 laugh and one guy's offended, fuck that guy. Like, that's that's the core of it. That's what it comes down to. Like, if everyone else around you thinks something's funny and okay and you're offended, dude, you got to internalize that shit. That's on you. I'm sorry. I don't, like, I, I don't find, I don't find Pepe Le Few, Cheap Wahoo, and fucking uh, Mr. Potato Head offensive. That's a bit, a bit much for me. Go ahead, Marco. Um, I just, I guess what bothers me the most about the whole thing is, you know, um, a lot of these parodies, a lot of these shows, um, especially the, the more heavily racial ones, were actually made to exploit that fucked up thinking. It was, it was made to teach that, yeah, th this is, we're making light of it, but this is dumb shit that, you know, 
you know, or, uh, for example, well, I grew up on Archie Bunker. Do you remember Archie Bunker? No, I'm sorry. Archie Bunker, Archie Bunker was one of the most racist shows there ever was. It was about an old white dude, and his next door neighbor was George Jefferson, and they used to toss racial slurs at each other constantly, constantly. But at the end of the what, like, as the seasons progressed, you've seen that they were like two of the best friends in the world. And I mean, you know, there there was you know colored people thrown out there. There was cracker and honky thrown out there. Um, the Jeffersons was an all black show, and they always threw white racial shit. But I mean, it was silly. It was shown that you know people can't get along. This is dumb shit. Well, it's but satire, that and that's it's that's the point of it. That's what comedy kind of one of the one of the great tools of comedy for our culture is to parody and satire and poke fun at horrible things. I mean, in preparation for this, we all did a little bit of research. And Marco, you brought up John Cleese and his great interview where he basically says the man's getting canceled for making fun of Hitler. And he's like, yeah, I made fun of Hitler. We should make fun of Hitler. That shit was terrible. We should not do that again. Like, oh, no, but the absolutely. odd thing is, is I got canceled. I got, I got a 60-day ban on Facebook for making fun of Hitler. Like I found out that a post that I put up on 420 in April of of 2017, where it was a picture of Hitler dressed like a little kid in the corner pouting, like with a dunce cap on, and that's why I got. And I even I even wrote Facebook. I was like, this is taken out of context. I'm making fun of Hitler, and yeah. no, 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 can't do it. Hitler, you can't make fun of Hitler. Which I well, don't Joe, understand. Joe, I agree with you on that. I mean, Joe's still talking about Wahoo. That I, I've talked to a few Indians as well. And it's like, they're not pushing for the removal of the Redskins and the removal of the Waf. Like, they don't care anymore. As a matter of fact, some of them just want some of the money. Which, I mean, that's that's kind of its own awesome devil. But some some of the reservations like, we don't want to cancel Wahoo. We want 10%. I'm like, yeah, yeah, fine, yeah, yeah, fuck them, give them 10%, give them 10%, but, yeah. And just like Alexa said, you know, a lot of these people, you know, they got these so-called defenders that they don't want. Like the yeah. Jemima people had a fucking fit that they got canceled. They had no problem well, while with we're wait, While we're waiting on Alexa to come back, let's talk about that. So let's talk needed versus too far. I mean, for me, too far has got to be the food, like – if you're walking down an aisle of a grocery store and you get offended, I mean, seriously, that's a you thing. You gotta, yes. you gotta internalize that. Like, I, I, I don't understand why these brands had to go away. Like, like it's like, Jesus, man. Seriously. Now, for uh, upon doing some research, Aunt Jemima did used to have some pretty fucked up advertising. But it worked. Y'all was buying the shit. So. What, what really gets me, like I said, with the selective cancellation, like there are so many cartoons. out. Like if you watch any anime, anime is pretty much cartoon porn anymore. That's OK. You know, um, uh, that, that song WAP is OK. The Throat Baby is OK. But do you remember them canceling Baby It's Cold Outside? Yeah. The Christmas song, yeah, you can't have that Christmas song up, but you could. It talk doesn't about seem to make dick. and see that's what you got to understand. If you're a viewer, I mean, in our meetings, at least once or twice a week, someone comes up with like usually Marco. Let's be real, it's usually Marco. 
we should do this. And then the rest of us are like, there's no way we would get away with doing that because we don't even understand. Comedians don't even understand the rules anymore. Like, because there are, there doesn't seem to be any established set of rules of what's acceptable. Like, like what Marco was saying, how can baby it's cold outside get pulled down, but WAP and throat baby are number one hits. Like what, what's the president? What's the precedent here then? It's, Oh, I can talk about exploiting myself. That's okay. Okay. All right. So I can put out a hit single about, you know, sucking dick and doing whatever. And that's fine. As long as it's, I, I, I don't know. I, as long it's as it's weird. not gender specific, you can't say who's sucking the dick and it, and you can't show a color of the person sucking the dick. I guess that, that, that seems like it's the rule. Maybe. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know. But then and it becomes, so now you got whole creative groups, places where comics are supposed to feel safe to, you know, work on their craft where now we got to spend 15, 20 minutes going, I don't know if we can put out a taco episode with you, Marco. Like, I don't know if we can lean into that. And Marco's going, I'm fucking Puerto Rican. What do you mean? I'm making fun of my own people. And then we go yeah, back I mean, and forth we, for 30 minutes. We just minutes. had this conversation on a show we wanted to start. You know, I, I, had, I had an idea for a show, Ryan and I might be developing, where it's we take stereotypical uh, uh, cultures and – that show we make a food that's stereotypical to that culture, and I was gonna dress in that way. Now, it's okay if I dress like a stereotypical Italian, it's okay if I dress like a Russian, or it's okay if I dress like a Greek. But if I dress like a, 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 a if I put a sombrero on and a, and a serapa, you know, that can't be done. Or if I dress in blackface and I cut up some watermelon and make fried chicken, that can't be done. That's selective, it's all racism, or none of it is racism. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna go. Fun. I'm gonna go. I'm. I'm with n- never blackface. Never. There's no reason for blackface. That's just. But but why is it? I can understand the sentiment behind that. If it was okay that you could never have whiteface, <laughs> equality has to be equal. That's the problem. And that's why I said before. You know, most racists don't want racism to stop. They just want their turn. Yeah, every everybody's cool with their own particular type of racism as long as it's not against them. And now it just seems like these days, you know, the cancel culture has hit the white folks. You know, somebody somebody just went up to the, the you know the head white guy and said, "Tag, you're it." And and it's just I, I don't understand. It's it, it got to be true equality. And and you know, uh, there's a lot of things like um, on the clip I sent you, Kathy Griffin. Can't stand yeah. that bitch. I couldn't stand, you know, the 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 what she was portraying in her picture or whatever. But that was her right. That was her right. I fucking can't stand her. But that was her right to put up that picture of Trump with the head. And yeah, the fact and, that she well, caught hell that, for it, she caught hell for it. And it's like it's Kathy Griffin. This is a comedian who's been a comedian for. It's a joke. You know, it's a joke. Okay, you thought the joke was offensive. Other people didn't, but she had the FBI calling her. Man, well, people that, that, they thought she was a like people were making it seem like she was an Islam, Islamic terrorist that was going to try to kill Trump. And it's like, are you nuts? And and again, that goes selectively because Madonna was allowed to say that she wanted to go to the White House and burn it down or blow it up. Wanted to, you know, she was allowed to say that. But Kathy Griffin, I guess, didn't have the pool, and you know, she got the big fuckola. And I mean, I hate to be defending that chick, but I mean, 
like I said, fair is fair, equal is equal. You know, if if you want to fucking put a a cross up in the front yard of the Capitol building, then you can't have a fit when somebody puts up a satanic symbol in front in their front yard by the Capitol building. You know, it's a slippery slope. But if you take away one set of rights, then you got to take away them all. If you well, give here's one the other person thing too, with rights, that, then you got to give it to them all. With with that, I mean. Again, when you get offended by something and you keep and look, some things this is not everything, okay? But I just like for the Kathy Griffin, the satanic, you know, rituals, when you get offended by something like that and you make a big deal out of it, you give it power, right? right. Like if you see a satanic ritual in somebody's front yard, you just look at it and go, "Oh, fucking weirdos" and keep driving, they have no power. But now because you're upset and it's on the news, now everybody's talking about the satanic ritual in front of the White House. And it's like, okay, right. let the idiots be idiots. It's, it's the old saying, like I, I, I tell people, it, it's kind of works for this too. You know, my haters make me famous. I got a lot of people who like to watch me. You know, they don't, they, they watch me at their leisure and they like me. But I also got a lot more people that can't stand me at all, but they still listen to me. Why? Because they want to hear what I say next, just so they can get that butt hurt. Well, they think about me more than the people who like me. And that's the same thing. You're giving power to something you, you, you don't like, you hate. And in turn, you're making it grow. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so what? First of all, I, I want to bring this up about Mr. Potato Head. He never had a dick, nor a pussy. Mr. Potato Head never had any kind of genitalia or whatever. We don't know if they're dressed in drag right now. I mean that, but again, this is this is versus needed versus like going way overboard. Again, when you're coming at a cartoon character or a children's toy, that like again, there always was a Mister Potato Head, and we already gave you a Mrs. Potato Head. It don't have to be more than that. Like if you're if you're fighting for gay and transgender rights, he's already trans. What are you fighting? What like? He can be both. Yeah. What, yeah. what is okay, the end objective add, add here? A, add a fucking little attachment to the bottom and boom, it's a guy or a girl. It it's, can be. It's, it's, I mean, what is the end goal here? Like it, there's, that's the wildest thing about cancel culture sometimes. Like I'm offended, take it down. Okay. Then what? Like there's no, there's no end goal. See, what I think the end goal, and I don't think that it's intentional, but I see it just from looking at patterns of the past, just like with all these riots and shit that was going on over last summer. Um, what you doing? What you're doing is taking a group of people that didn't give a fuck, and now you're changing them into these. You know, for instance, the example I made with the, the BLM riots. There was a lot of people out there who had nothing to do with that, black and white. There was a lot of kids out there who had no idea what was going on. But you know what they saw? The little white kids saw black folks fucking up and nobody telling them why. And the little black kids are seeing police beating them down and, and, and you know, going after their people. But nobody's telling them why. Nobody's giving them context. So this group of that generation right there who had no clue, you just made a generation of racists. And they don't even know why. They don't even realize why. They don't have any contacts. They don't have any history behind it or any of that. We're doing the same thing with our, our television and our media. If you keep saying that this is offensive, we got to take this away, this away, then you're going to start a generation or a movement of people that are going to say, 
fuck you. We're going to put whatever the fuck we want on here. And if you don't like it, fuck it. And it's going to go to the mad extreme. It's not going to go to a level where everybody else. Oh, well, I think this and that. I think we're already there. That's why I'm like, what is your end goal? Because when they go further and further and they go overboard, like they've, I think that cancel culture has been going overboard lately. Fight me. Um, that's what you're going to get. Like you're, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot because there's going to be people that are going to go, you know what? F I'm fucking tired of worrying about it. I'm tired of trying to censor myself. Let's just put it out. Let's just lean into it. You know what? Yeah. Let's just, let's just go full on into it and see what happens. And then what's going to happen is whether you love them or hate them, they're going to get all that traffic either way. There's going to be people that are supporting them because they're tired of it too. And then you're going to give them traffic because you're trying to cancel them. So it's, it's, I, I, again, I feel like it really, it's, it's, it's a mute point and you're kind of, you're really better off if you're offended by something, just move on, go yeah, like, yeah. unless like if it's blatantly racist, we're not talking about that. We'll jump in with you on some blatantly racist shit, but like, and even that is kind of, you know, because uh, another thing that I found odd that is still on, it's still on network, tele well, not network television, but streaming uh, media and shit, and quite a few, is Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles was one of the most racist, homophobic, stereotypical, I mean, they, they made fun of everybody from, from color to sex to whatever, and Everybody, it was an awesome movie. It had midgets in it. They even talked about midgets. That's still going. But you took down Gone with the Wind? Yeah. I mean, it's okay to have cuties, you know, a show that exploited fucking 10-year-old little girls and showed them that they were given head for fucking cell phones, but you're going to take down Bugs Bunny or Pepe Le Pew. Now, 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 mind now, let's, let's, one thing I got an issue with, with Pepe Le Pew, and okay. I talked about this before. Um, Pepe Le Pew got canceled. Why? Because he's sexist, I think, maybe. Uh, it, I, he's I been canceled a few times. He was supposed to be more in Space Jam, and they wouldn't let him in this shit. Well, LeBron James took it, didn't want him in there. Mm -hmm. But, but um, Pepe Le Pew was the one, I guess, uh, cartoon that condone rape i guess uh, i mean pepe Le Pew was a rapist man i mean he was all kind of sexual assault right there but um nobody fucking took Le Pew and used them as their defense oh pepe Le Pew, you know grabbed this girl up so it's okay for me to do it i mean ultimately that's parenting that's fucking parenting you know you, you're gonna listen to a skunk that's that's the same thing as the son of sam you know he listened to a dog and started killing people you're a fucking idiot you're an idiot Mm. I want to leave Pepe alone. I'm sorry. I still find Pepe Le Pew funny. Um, I, it's it's just I find them all funny. But anyways, let's dive into cartoons now since we're on it. So this actually got started, and it looks like Rob Coleman is stuck in traffic, and Alexa is on the way to the Funny Farm, so she will be joining us to get in there. So uh, her channel, but. With like the cartoons, like with the Dr. Seuss and the Pepe and the and the the Speedy Gonzalez, like I'm sorry, Speedy's too far. Speedy's hilarious, and you got you, you got Gabriel Iglesias who you know is wanting to put on the movie and wanting to play the role, 
and is not offended by it. You got no, tons of Mexican and Hispanic later. people who think Pepe is hilarious. But again, it's 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 that group of people going overboard again, you know, being offended for people that aren't offended. So like now Gabriel is like trying to push this movie through past all this fake outrage from probably a group of white ass people. Like and, and here's another thing that that goes back to the selectivism. Um, the most stereotypical, I guess, character in a Pepe Le Pew cartoon was not, or not Pepe Le Pew, uh, Speedy Gonzalez, was not Speedy Gonzalez. It was Slowpoke Rodriguez, his cousin, the one that yeah. carried the gun, the one that was stoned all the time, who just kind of just drifted around. You know, that was... That was more racist than fucking a fast Mexican. I mean, fuck. And and just to go back to your comment about nationalism and, and being proud of your country, isn't that what the Olympics is all about? What 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 was it that I mean when you go Sorry, to the I'm Olympics, so... isn't everybody's flag around the fucking stadium? Everybody's cheering for their country. Everybody, that, that's national. That's, that's a healthy outlet for it. That's a healthy outlet for it. I'm it, it, making children stand like in school and swear an oath to a country. I don't know if that's healthy for it. I don't. I don't know if that's a healthy outlet. It. I. I, I can kind of understand that, and that was a different time. I lean more towards the whole. Um, and, and you know me, I'm not a very religious person. I have my own set of beliefs. But I seen a shirt one day that really fucked with me. Like, and it's been years now since I've seen it, and it still stays with me. There was a shirt that said, you know, it was like kind of a, a discussion between a little kid and God. And the little kid said, Dear God, why is there so many killings and school shootings um these days? And the answer for God was, because I'm not allowed in school anymore. Now that that's pretty deep, you know. And our American children, I mean, we nobody was ever forced to do the pledge. Nobody was ever forced to do prayers. You know, they asked you to do it. You know, it was kind of like a, a no a solidarity it, it, thing. I'm sorry. In my school, they would send you would get detention. You would get if you wouldn't stand for the pledge, or you wouldn't do the shit. You get detention. Well, see, we like for the pledge, you had to stand. You didn't have to say it. Um, for the prayer, you, I mean, if you didn't want to do the prayer, you just, you know, you were quiet. You showed your respect. I, I get what you're saying. Um, but I, I feel like that that's like, you know, people who just was like, fuck the pledge or whatever. Um, but anyways, my point being is, you know, you can't say the pledge in school. You can't have prayer in school. But there was legislation passed a few years back that Muslim children are allowed and school districts have to allow them to be able to do their prayers to Mecca or wherever so many times a day. You know, they're allowed to bring their little beach towel or whatever they fucking kneel on and, and point in whatever direction. Now, what the fuck? If we can't have an American God in an American school in America, then why can we, you know, why are, are we being We're We're way respect? off topic, and I promise you I'm making that. I'm making that meme for the show. We're going to have a buzzer that we hit when Marco goes left from now on. But Well, no, this is part um, of the cancel culture. This it's is not, the beginning it's, of it's, it. It's kind of different. But uh, to, to what you're saying, though, I think it's different allowing children to practice their rights and making all children say a Catholic prayer and stand for an American anthem. Like that's, I think that's the difference is it's like, 
okay, a Muslim child wants to practice his or her individual rights versus everyone in the school has to do this because America. Like that's the that's the that's the difference there. Well, um, I mean, when you go when you go to become a soldier, you pledge your allegiance to your country. That's what yes, being when a you're soldier a soldier. Yeah, when you're a soldier. Well, I mean, Look, you're not going to defend your country, your land. If comes again, down to again, it. this was this was one of the hard lessons from World World Two, in my opinion. And if you don't follow history, it repeats itself. That's like it's known. Like blind nationalism and over nationalistic countries are bad. Okay, they're just bad. It's just it's there's no there's no good in teaching children that they're superior to all other children. That's just not. Then it's not going to end no well. Competition. No, that wouldn't end competition. It would be more competition because now you have to prove that America is the best. But let's right, move on because have. again, we're off. We're off. We're way off, and we're losing viewers because okay. we're, we're well, off. Well, go, going back to like the the World War II thing in the cancel culture. Um, see, you look at it as nationalism that that was a big fuck up of of World War II. What I saw in World War II was the burning of the books. Was the people not allowed to speak or say what they felt, just like the cancel culture now? The, the history that was being taken away because it didn't outline their agenda, their their comics got turned into propaganda. The, the everything was censored. You were not allowed to show any any kind of anything for any other country. Social media, or well, their social media was talking to each other. But I mean, you, they they took all of that away. That's what I got from World War Two. What's it's happening? Really, now, it's what's really, happening it's really, it's really weird. When I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to follow you down this rabbit hole. We could talk about World War Two in another episode. We could do it. I'm fine. But again, no, that was part of it, and that was nationalism to the stream. That was the that was the Nazis being extremely nationalistic. And I'm sorry, we will we will do this another episode. And to our viewers that may want to hear this, we will do this another episode. But currently. America is doing some of the same shit, and that's all I'm going to say on that. And we'll move back I, to cartoons I agree, now. I agree, but I think it's I, I, they, canceled in. They, they, currently, America is painting the world in a certain way. But let's let's move into what we actually got started with this shit on. So, Doctor Seuss is what what did this to us. Uh, we, I made the mistake of sharing a meme this week, and some of you guys got really upset. So I had to actually go do some research on this. So. Once again, I'm sorry, when you're going into a cartoon or an illustration, like, this is one of the cursed images that everyone's very offended by. Now, I have a few Chinese friends, and I'm dating a Chinese woman. They are not offended by this. This is, again, white people being upset for a group of people that don't, that don't care. So this is one of the images that they're actually having removed from Dr. Seuss. And this is an image that everyone keeps pulling up. Uh, it's an old comic that he drew at the beginning of his career. Now, this image is canceled, and this image is still fine and out there. It's still in his comic strips. Like, it's that that's the wildest thing to me. Like, and now, Dr. Seuss's trust, they removed these six books. No one told them they had to. Uh, they removed Mulberry Street, McElliot's Pool, If I Ran a Zoo, you know, scrambled eggs on Beyond Zemra and the Cat's Quizzer. Now, in my research, I actually went through and looked at uh, McElliot's Pool, Mulberry Street, and If I Ran a Zoo. I've never heard of these books before. 
But yeah, this image is in there, and they did now, take it out off of Mulberry adding, Street. Adding on to what you said, um, they actually didn't pull them. What they did, they decided just to stop um, printing them. So yeah. once the once the last ones are out, then they're, they they're pulled gone. them off print. I'm sorry, I didn't. Yeah. But, yeah. but so like. One of the images they got rid of was this was in the uh, zoo book, I believe, which, okay, yeah, that's pretty fucked. They pulled this one, too. You know, okay, it's a Chinese stereotype, I guess. But well, again, these are illustrations in a book. Like, if anyone's actually really that offended, they could easily just change the illustration on this page. Well, you know, see, now, now. It as a as a dad who used to read these books to his kids all the time, um, if you actually read Dr. Seuss books, there is not one, not one human being in any of them. No, there's no, and, 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 there's, and no. What's you know, great so is what I want to get into to our viewers and to the people that were commenting. I, please come in, join the debate. Um, but you know, when I was doing my research, uh, looking into some articles. You know, Dr. Seuss did publish for a very long time. And in the beginning of his career, he did make some um, some bad illustrations, some mistakes. But then towards the end of his career, he became a champion for diversity. Like this uh, whole article that I pulled up right here, I'm not going to read the whole thing. But uh, by the 1940s, the cartoonist had emerged as an outspoken foe of anti-Semitism and was given the title of honorary Jew. He was also an anti, uh, an, uh, let's see here, Mayor Teddy Kollek in 1969 and of anti-black racism, a 1942 cartoon skewed racial discrimination in the U.S. So by the end of his career, like, he became a champion for anti-racism and anti-Semitism and he wrote the snitches books. Like, you gotta look at someone's body of work, in my opinion. And this article from The Week, I believe it was, yeah, it points out in the end, like, this, like we were saying earlier, that the depiction of a Chinese Chinese man, to, you know, in Mulberry Street, it was actually like, sure, this might seem racist to you, but this is period clothing that he's drawing them as you would have seen a Chinese person. Like, so now it's racist. But back then, like, yeah, they wore those hats. They wore those shoes. They wore that outfit. Like, what about remember, uh, what was it like two years ago or three years ago? Um, they were trying to stop any white kids from wearing uh, like Mulan costumes for Halloween, and they, they they weren't allowed to wear Mulan costumes or the they redid uh, the Princess and the Frog. It was a little black girl and like little white girls were wearing them, and they were trying to say that that was racist. What I think it's more racist to stop somebody from you know okay, well I like Mulan. She's Asian. She she was a, a warrior, whatever. I like the cartoon. What's wrong with me dressing up as Mulan? Why yeah. why why is this little girl racist? She doesn't even know what racism is yet. And you're you're pretty much teaching her what racism is by telling her she can't wear this. And not explaining it makes a fucking racist. I mean, I, I just uh, the, the the thought process of today in this culture just I, I would love to try to understand it or, or at least get some kind of a uh, a logical or intellectual perspective from it. But I just don't. I don't see it in any of this. Well, and it's we're, weird. we're it's in America. It's, it's the generation the that was raised. 
on fucking South Park. Yeah. And, like it's why why are we so offended all of a sudden? What's going on, guys? Like fuck. We were assholes yeah. in high school. I'm sorry. We really were. I yeah, I, I mean, know, I don't like, know what's going on with with our generation like, right we now. We called people a fag back in high school. It wasn't because they were homosexuals; it was because they were acting like a fag. You know, it, it it wasn't. You know, had nothing to do with you know if you sucked a cock or not. That ain't nobody's business. Uh, I I don't know. I I don't know what to do with any of this, and I was hoping we'd have a few more members to you know help discuss this together, but. I think it's just it's weird that like a tidal wave of of just like you gotta understand Disney is pulling shit now. Do you know how hard it was to get Disney? What was that? What was that cartoon? The Song of the South. Yeah. Do you know how hard it was to get Disney to pull the Song of the South? And now y'all are just like they're just pulling everything because they're like scared of the cult. That's not a good thing. It's not okay that Disney's afraid to put out shit. It's not like. I would like my kids to have Disney as they grow up. I don't know about guys. I don't, I feel like while there may be some things like this in there that, you know, okay, I'm going to give that a pass. It's still funny, but, you know, like. Well, even Lady and Tramp had the Siamese. Yeah, we are Siamese, if you please. I know, like it. I love that song. Yeah. Like, okay, there, there might be a few things in Disney animations that are kind of fucked, but I think it's more. Like they're trying to make the animations goofy. They're trying to be fun, you know. It, it's it's not what's meant to be hurtful. It's meant to be playful. What's really silly is, is the things that are left in these cartoons that nobody says. You know, it was brought up. I remember when I was still in high school, in a lot of these uh, cartoons and stuff that just get the pass. Like you know, all the subliminal shit. Like uh, say for what was it? The Rescuers. Remember that old Disney cartoon? Yeah. What Some was wrong the- with the Rescuers? In in one uh, shot, they showed uh, I forget what the two characters' name, the two rats' names were. They were flying down on their pelican friend, and they go past the hotel. And in that hotel, there's a porno playing, like real deal porn, like a movie porn in the cartoon. And to this day, it's still left in there. To this day, if you watch Roger Rabbit, when Jessica Rabbit gets thrown out the car and she hits the curb, they show her pussy. It's still there to this day. The the uh, original don't Little watch Mermaid these too hard. I don't yeah. like that's that. But then the I guess original that's, Little Mermaid had to that though. To that the though they've, are, they've already done shows on this. Like you got an animator and an illustrator sitting going frame by frame for eight hours a day. Yeah, they're human. They're gonna put a couple subliminal fucked up jokes in there. It's but for no, them. But that's and you okay know what? to be there. It's okay but- to. It's okay. It's all right. Disney movies and Pixar movies, they've always had things that the adults got and the kids didn't get. Like, it's always been that way. But, yeah, like, there's a cut scene with a porno playing on, okay, I never even saw that. And I don't think the kid will either. It'll be fine. It'll be completely fine. Trust me. You will be okay. What was it in The Little Mermaid? Hey, we got to plug real quick. We're a little bit behind. Um, All right, go ahead. Real quick, if you like the show, please make sure to check out our cash app. Help support us. Don't cancel us. Send us money or send us money and tell us what assholes we are. Uh, check out Marco at Upside Down Studios in Area 50.9. Uh, you can check out the guys at One Joke at a Time. They're live every Saturday. Um, don't forget to support John Bruton Comedy and our corporate overlord, Phil Better, with the Invest in Yourself podcast. 
Uh, they're live on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all that stuff. You got some great stuff if you've ever thought about trying to put on a podcast or maybe just learn some investing life lessons. Uh, Phil reaches out and interviews millionaires, billionaires, hasn't got a trillionaire yet, but he's working on it. And they give you some uh, some feedback of how they got started. And finally, most importantly, please make sure you head over to Eargasm Comedy on Facebook, YouTube, and smash that subscribe and like button and help us grow our following. Our goal is to get to 10,000 viewers by the end of the year. That is the end of my plug. Marco, this is why we don't move episodes up, by the way. I'm, I'm putting this live on the air. I don't care if this is in, like, the podcast file later. Like, like you saw. We were like, yeah, we're going to move it. We're going to move it to six. Okay, cool. I'll be there. Man, it's just, just me and Marco hanging out. Yeah, up, it would have been like that if we went regular time, too, I feel like. I, yeah, I feel like that too. Now I'm gonna have to edit this out. It's it's okay. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to clip this out on the no, podcast. No, don't cancel it out. Don't cancel it out. Leave it there. I'm gonna cancel. I cancel myself all the time. Y'all got me scared. Y'all got me scared. I'm a comedian. I'm like, oof. I don't know. I don't know if I can make that cracker ass cracker joke. I don't know if I can get away with that. I don't, know. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can make Chinese jokes. I don't know if I can make jokes about my kid. I don't know if I can make jokes about it. There, there's, there's real life experience that comedians now are like, okay, I might have lived this shit, but I don't know if they're going to think that's funny. Mm-mm. Now, now, there's one, well, a couple exceptions to the, the cancel rule that I, I, I could see. Okay. Um, now, the one exception that, that kind of, uh, it, you you were gonna get canceled, dude. No matter what, and I fucking loved your comedy, but you were gonna get, was Kramer. You, know, you can't just outlandishly. Now, there's been plenty of comedians, whether it been black, white, Hispanic, who said uh, the N word. We'll just say the N word. I usually say it, but I, I don't want to feel anybody get butt hurt. But you know what I'm saying. Um, and Kramer just you know it wasn't in a comedy skit. It wasn't in a you know he just blatantly called somebody you dumb. Uh, I don't think he said dumb. But he called them the N word. Now that that yeah, dude, you're gonna get taken out for that shit. You know that, yeah. that was blatantly. Well, and I were, think that's yeah. that, that. I mean, we could talk about where I want to talk on that. Where cancellation is needed, and I feel like yeah, that's that's one of the ones. And again, that's back to what Alexa was talking about before. That like it used to be, you know, these big TV shows and networks. Nobody came for them, and that's what the voice that cancer culture was supposed to give. Um. But you know now it's become uh, it's become like just it's become outlandish almost. And I, I honestly feel like they use, especially now, they use Trump the champ to champion this cancel culture because there's so many people who hate Trump, and you know oh they cancel Trump they cancel Trump yay yay let's not say nothing. And in the midst of that, by you know saying it's okay to do that just because you don't like them, give people the leeway. Well. We can cancel this, so we can cancel that. We can cancel that too. And if they say anything, well, you said it was okay to cancel him, and this is America, so you know, so they're using him pretty much as a scapegoat. You know, oh, oh, well, we like, like for instance, there was nothing wrong. I mean, I, I think it was just like a, a self fluffing, but there was nothing wrong with Trump's CPAC speech. But it's canceled from YouTube. Every, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to talk about Trump every episode. We're off top. Well, well, I'm making uh, that buzzer. I'm making that buzzer just because you're my co-host moving forward. Well, the point we, is, we got to bring everybody it back. Everybody else, everybody else got their speeches, and their speeches are posted on YouTube. His speech got canceled. So let's talk about some times where I think cancel culture 
would be needed. And coming right back to Seuss, you know, yeah, this should be canceled. Like this, I'm I'm okay with this never seeing the light of day again. That that can go bye bye. You know, like Marco was saying, if you're using the N word on air, yeah, I'm okay with us rallying to cancel that. Like that, you you can go now. But like, it's not like Dr. Seuss put out books. I, I don't even want to make this joke. I'm I'm scared to make a joke on my own podcast. Fuck it, I'm doing it. It's not like Dr. Seuss is putting out jokes, teaching people how to curse and, and you know, use racial slurs. You know, it's not Dr. Seuss never put out a book with 100 words that rhyme with the N word. Like, that's not something that he did. Like, uh, thank you for smiling and laughing, both of you. We're actually joined by Cole Clayton now. You know, like that, if, well, if he had done something like that, I would be all for like, Yeah, accent. That's not funny. That's not OK. You know? So, Cole, what, what do you think? What are some instances where, you know, cancel culture is needed? Uh, needed? Um, to be honest with you, it's whenever somebody does some stupid shit and it's immediate. I just, I don't, I don't agree with the cancel culture of older shit. Like, they tried to cancel uh, the Duke not too long ago. Who was, um, was, what's his, I can't even remember. The Duke. Y'all know the Duke, right? I can't remember his name right now. The cowboy. John Wayne. John Wayne. John no, Wayne. John yeah, they tried to cancel him because he was a racist or whatever. And it's just like, dude, he died in the seventies. You know what I mean? Of course he was a racist. That's just how it was back then. We get it. Can we move on? Doctor Seuss, Pepe. Let's move the hell on. It's fine. We don't have to. You don't don't like it? Don't watch it. Uh, Harvey Weinstein should be canceled. That yes. motherfucker yes. was doing that shit. Right up until he got caught. You know what I mean? That motherfucker should be canceled. And I, I will say, if somebody was raping back in the day, Bill Cosby, for instance, that guy should be canceled because he's still in our culture. But Dr. Seuss, who the fuck still reads Dr. Seuss? You know what I mean? If you're a grown man reading Dr. Seuss and you're offended, well, maybe you shouldn't be reading Dr. Seuss. Well, see, and that's this is the <laughs> negative aspect and why we're doing the show. Like, nobody even called for them to be canceled. This is a trust canceling themselves. It's like what just happened on the air. Like, I didn't want to tell a joke. I was like, mm, I don't know. Like, well, the, now everybody has to walk on eggshells, and you're the, limiting, you're 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 putting social social limits on the society that I don't necessarily think are good. Let's put it that way. Like, I don't think it's 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 a good thing if comics have to spend an extra twenty seconds thinking about if they can make fun of Hitler. Like, I don't think that's, you know. I I think that's the difference between a lot of the comics these days who are making it now. The ones that are still not giving a fuck, as long as they can come back and bounce back from the cancellation, they're they're making it. Whereas a lot of people, uh, a lot of clean comedians or a lot of ones that are just straight good are are just too afraid to go forward. And that's hindering their whole shit. You know, I see it in, in a lot of you guys, too. You guys got excellent uh, content. You got excellent Thank comedy you. and shit like that but you know you guys are to the point where oh i can't say that i can't do that can't. Did, did i ever tell you about the co- first conversation well, face to face i had with rob coleman we we can do that in a second and alexis popping back in but i think it's not even just musicians it, it's it's seeping into the culture i'm not even comedians it's musicians it, everybody it's entertainment period it entertain all entertainers are like uh, like we're all spending an extra 10 15 minutes now Wondering if our funny idea is going to get us canceled. 
You know, I don't think um, that's a good thing to have. Hey, Alexa. They got, they even did a, who was the, the lead singer of Rage Against the Machine? They, they tried to get him, uh, calling him a racist. And he snapped. He was like, dude, I'm not, like, racist white supremacist, I think they called him. And he snapped. He was like, I'm not even white. Ra- what are Rage? You talking about? Yeah, the, the, the singer from Rage Against the Machine. David De La Roach? Yep. The they dude has a him. song about racism. About how racism is so intertwined in our government. Right. He's basically giving everybody, like, the heads up. Hey, the KKK runs the government, just so you know. If you didn't know, if you didn't know, uh, I got some news clips that we can show you uh, on this weekend. But, Alexa, girl, you driving? Yeah, I'm driving. But um, I just wanted to say this about um, cancel culture in general. Like, I think um, language evolves over time. You know? Like, before, like, I mean, I'm just going to go back to the trans example because that's the one I feel comfortable speaking on. So, like, before, you know, people used to use the word transvestite, transsexual, directly, pretty interchangeable. Now they do not. You need to give society time to adjust. And a lot of times these younger people do not understand. People grew up speaking a certain way. You can't expect everyone to jump on board with this wokeness. You know, all of a sudden, like, yes, there are people who are definitely racist. That being said, though, most people who make these little slip-ups because they're not using the current woke language do not deserve to be dragged in front of, like, a woke tribunal and have their lives destroyed and their livelihoods just torn apart. And honestly, it, it... and for people on the left, if you're watching this, it does a disservice to your cause because it immediately turns everyone in society off and makes you sound like a bunch of annoying crybaby snowflakes. So I know we were talking about that. Sorry. We were talking about that after you left. Like this cause is really shooting itself in its own its own foot. It really, it really is. Um, you know, to to that language too. Like to, I think that comes back to what we were talking about before you left. Like. You know, it's one thing if someone walks up to you and just belittles you and makes fun of you and degrades you. Like, that's that's insulting and that's not okay. But if you're offended by someone's speech pattern, like, like if you're offended by someone for, like Cole, who's from the South and calls women hun because that's how the fuck he was raised to talk. Again, that's a you thing, man. That's not his intent. He's not sexualizing you. He's not like he's not trying to bend you over and put you on the ground in a parking lot. Maybe a little bit, but like, <laughs> but now you know Cole probably has an interaction where he calls someone hun or holds the door and says, "Here you go, hun," or whatever. And now there's like a ten minute interaction where that woman's calling him a piece of shit. Hey, like, yeah, I've got as long as as hun. long as there's consent. As long as there's consent for what, Cole? Whatever you just said. <laughs> well, um, I know exactly what he's saying. I, I called a girl, hun, a couple of times. I'm like, hun, I don't agree with you, or hun, I don't. And, oh, you're talking down on me. Or what this? No, I, that's respect. I was taught to fucking respect a woman. What the that's fuck? That's why I just call everybody dude now. Like, ma'am. I don't I, I call everybody dude. Ma'am. Oh, I get, I've, I've had conversations with, who are you calling ma'am? And I'm like, yeah, I've had that. Uh, I'm sorry. I was. I used to do that shit when yeah. I came up here from Texas. I called every woman ma'am and every dude sir because that's just how I was raised. Um, and then people are not- like, "I'm not a sir and I'm not a ma'am." So now I just call everybody dude. Just, What's yeah. up, dude? And, how the, you doing? and the, the dude will get you in trouble too. Just wait. Just wait. Go ahead, Alexa. Um, I think um the ma'am thing 
yes, people get offended by that one, but that one I can see. I don't think it's really cancel culture. Maybe if, um, just me as like as close to a female as I can. Um, ma'am to me is an age thing. So when someone calls, you know, me ma'am, you know, at that point, like, yeah, I get it's a sign of respect, but sometimes it's it can be read as you're calling the person. Literally, See, not down south though. Down south, you're literally supposed to call everyone ma'am. I call like ten year olds ma'am. Hey ma'am, what are you doing, ma'am? You know what I mean? That's a southern topic. Up here, that's where the difference is. Is it's an age thing. It's a is a uh, a wife or a mother or a teacher. But down south, literally everyone. I've called other kids ma'am while I was in school. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he's right. My brother lives in Georgia. It's the same way. Yeah, I mean, you know. Or is is Miss? You know, we could do a whole Miss, episode Miss. on pronouns and surnames, and I think that'd be a fun episode to do. Oh, we have to get <laughs> shooting yourself in the foot doing a pronoun episode. I'm sorry, <laughs> no, I learned so much. That's kind of why I want to do it. It'll be fun. It'll be I I enjoy riding train wrecks. I don't know if you guys have figured that out for for I me. I like yet. watching them. This is this is. That's what your guys is kind of about. You, know? you notice there hasn't been on, any train wrecks in ever. That let's let's end the show on uh, again. We were talking of when it goes overboard and when it's needed. So like, I don't think the cancel culture is the devil. I just think that it, sometimes you gotta tone it back. You know, you gotta you gotta go like sometimes you gotta admit it might be a you thing. You know. So what's another instance that you think it might be needed, and what's another instance that you think it goes overboard? And we'll do the last five minutes on that. We'll go round robin. So uh, Alexa, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, so um, cancel culture, I mean, when it's needed, obviously, you know, like the R. Kelly situation where someone's like that, is that rich and they can't, you know, um, legally, you know, they're kind of acting with impunity, you know, same with, um, you know, a lot of things at the beginning of the Me Too movement. Yeah, you know, a lot of those people needed to cancel because if there was not the public outcry, they would have gotten away with it, you know, over at like Fox News and things like that. Also, I think um, some certain um aspects you know things people say i mean i think intent needs to be looked at it like you know again i'll go back to the trans example um you know if someone's saying something really openly just like bigoted i mean you know that's their opinion i get it but i mean i wouldn't feel super you know it, there's a difference between a disagreement and open bigotry if it's open bigotry you know then at that point yeah but like a disagreement of thought on debatable point no that's all i gotta say man. It, that's another thing is like, again, as an, as a Southerner, there's a lot of times where I have been a bigot and didn't even realize it. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. My bad. I didn't even know. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we should teach people before we just outright cancel them. You know, there are some people that need to be canceled again, like I said before. But can we can we separate our anger for people when they say something stupid and be like, hey, man, it was like the whole Gina Carano thing. Can we just be like. Um, oh, we never that was even pretty dumb. That. We never even that talked. That was pretty dumb. You know, we were gonna touch on that. We were gonna touch on that. Yeah, no, you guys. Yeah, but she didn't need to be canceled. No, you know? no. All right, Marco, what do you got? Honestly, I don't believe in the cancel culture at all. Not at all. I don't believe in any of it. First of all, if you did some criminal shit, then you get that shit taken care of on the criminal end. As far as uh, the cancel culture thing. You want to cancel something? Here, here's something that a lot of parents need to start teaching their kids again. On almost every device, whether it be a laptop, a phone, a TV, a radio, 
uh, iPad, iPod, whatever the fuck. There's this little thing on there on every one of those devices that says off. Oh, this is off. It turns it off. You want to stop? You, you, are you offended by that show? Oh, grab your remote and change the channel. You're offended by that song or that that podcast? Oh, change the channel. You know, that's why they have DVDs. That's why there's millions and millions of websites on the web. Change the fucking channel. Nothing mm. should be canceled. This is America. You know what? I don't like the Klan, but they have the right to feel the way they feel. Just like I don't like the black militants that they have the right to feel the way they feel. Uh, I, don't, I don't like Oh, that God. went left, right, real quick. I'm making a buzzer just like this. No, Marco, it's also it's because we're at the end of the show. But to to what Marco is saying, I do agree, and we've brought this up a couple times, and y'all can yell at me in the comments if you disagree. But I really, again, you're offended. You know, they used to make fun of my generation for them participation po- trophies, but that's not like okay, you're offended. Get over it. Change the channel. I, yeah, Change uh, the channel. Go. Okay, that one wasn't for you. Back to our comedian analogy, and we'll we'll end on this. I don't to think I've offense. ever been offended by or outraged by my uh, offended like offendedness. Is that a word? I don't know. We're gonna learn something today, but I'm gonna look that up. But like, I like I, I think I've been offended like maybe ten times my entire life, and I think all I did was like walk away from the situation. You know what I mean? It Honest to God. If someone offends you doesn't mean you need to cancel them in their livelihood and the whole world doesn't need to end because you got butt hurt. Like that's not it's it's okay. Move on. Like go back, go back, go back, and I'm ending the show right now. Go back to what we said at about the 30 minute point. You know, go back to the comedian analogy. All right. You're in a club and someone just said whatever offended you. 20 people are laughing and you're offended. That might be a you thing, and you just need to move on. You just got to move on. I'm sorry. Like, you know, whatever happened to – I'm going to end on this. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words won't fucking hurt me. Whatever happened to that shit? That was old school. It's gay. It's gay. I can't can't say that. Never mind. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, yeah. listen, that's all the stuff we have for you guys. Uh, we're acting like we're, a fag. Yeah, next week we, we're going to be doing something else. I don't know what we're going to be doing. But, hey, stick around. Give us some love. Thanks to everybody that commented and was part of the debate. We love you guys. We love having you. And uh, thank you, Alexa, for uh, you know coming in here even though you got a show tonight. You want to give your show a quick plug? Yeah, I'm going to be at the Funny Stab Comedy Club at 8 p.m. If y'all can make it, that would be great. You know, and if you tip me, I might get a hand job. Okay. And Cole, you want to plug your stuff? I'll give Alexa the tip and the rest of it. Oh. Okay. Cole. (laughs) No, uh, yeah, check out my show, The Greatest Goddamn Show on Air, uh, on all platforms. And I have a new show coming out called Cole's Law, uh, or you can call it Cole's Law. It's however, it's a cooking show. It'll be out soon. And I do have a stand-up show that I'm hosting in Mansfield in a couple weeks. Check that out. I guess it's my turn. Check out Area 50.9, Just Short of the Truth on Fridays. Uh, we also got What the Fuck Wednesday on Wednesday, uh, uh, Wednesdays. 
uh, website down studio right now. I'm going to try to shoot over to JR's in Austin town for an open mic with Michael Copenhager. Um, check out the open mics that we have, uh, the stay at home comedy shows on Friday. Also the ear guys are through random tandems coming up on fucking Saturday and on Sunday, Alexa is going to be ha- starting her new, uh, is that going to be this Sunday? Your new new yeah, show? We're going to film this Sunday. Sunday. We're going to talk about news. We're going balls deep in all the current events. That's what's all up. All right. Oh, we're going shit. balls deep in all the current events. That's all the show we have for you guys. Thanks for joining us. This was deep space. And, uh, uh, wow. We out of here as soon as I can push this button. Deep face is the same place to speak your mind. Join us as we go deep and see what we find.